This is the Team Clear Coat Podcast. We're two friends finally doing something about our obsession with cars. We're probably not doing it well, but it should be fun, and we might actually learn something along the way. I'm Dave. And I'm Ian. And this is our show. Ian. Hello, Dave. Dave. I'm Ian. Team Clear Coat Podcast. Usually about cars. <laughs> um... <laughs> We're going to start by podcasting about podcasting for just one very sure, quick sure. second. Yeah, yeah. One hot minute, if you will. Yes. If you were a red hot chili pepper. Okay. Mm. Uh-huh. No. Yep. 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 Um, so next week's episode. Yes. Um, if you're a regular iTunes listener, this would be a good time to check out the YouTube channel. Absolutely. Because we had a guest in studio. We've already recorded it. Uh, it turned out great. Um Ted Even Part- for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely for us. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it turned out great. Full stop. Not just for us. Right. No qualification needed. Well, it largely had to do with the guest, a gentleman named Ted Parks. Yes, who uh, is the, uh, as I introduced him, founder, CEO, chief mechanic, and I believe uh, um, uh, quality assurance officer <laughs> for uh, Varsity Roadsters here in Denver. So he he built his own car. Yes. Uh, and actually did the damn thing. And yeah. he was a really cool person to talk to. Amazing. Wonderful to talk to. We loved having him on the show. Ted, you're welcome back anytime. And he brought his own uh, yeah. PowerPoint, which was actually a really nice way to do, yeah. do the show should we invite um, anybody else on we might ask for powerpoints in advance yeah it actually yeah. worked out really really well so yeah. uh like i said if you're a regular itunes listener next week uh on the 19th uh friday the 19th maybe check out the youtube definitely version. we're gonna have lots of pictures about uh his artistic influences the mm-hmm. cars the car itself all that and you get to see our dumb faces these two right here yeah right yeah. yeah. So save the the worst for last there on that list. Good yeah. job. <laughs> you just take Sharpie and uh, mark <laughs> over your computer screen where our faces <laughs> normally show up. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Tape some cardboard up there, or go with a more permanent solution. I yeah. like the Sharpie. <laughs> yeah. Idea. Yeah. Yeah. What could go wrong? So um, now let's move on to other uh, things that don't have to do with us by talking about us. <laughs> um, we both did. Yes. Separately, yes, uh huh. Some go kart racing. Since we have an open karting relationship, we do. We don't always have to be joined at the hip to go go karting. And in fact, we can go with other people. So we have I, what I would call a a, a poly kart. It is certainly a poly kart relationship. Poly kart relationship. Yeah. Yep. That definitely. Definitely. <laughs> uh, so, it, would you like to describe your uh, your karting adventure first? Well, you did yours first. You oh, did yours okay. on Thursday, and I did mine on Friday. Sure, sure. So, so you went to the outdoor place on Thursday. Yep, for the uh, Thursday night racing league. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I had a very good time. Did they uh, split the classes into weight? Wait classes again? It was all one. So with the daylight hours shrinking, they're trying to get everything moving along as fast as possible. Mm. Um, The only thing that they could uh, split were the warm-up heats. Okay. And so they basically just did everybody who showed up early, of which I was, but wasn't in that heat. We'll get to that in a minute. (laughs) Okay. Um, So they did everybody that was early in a warm-up heat and then then everybody else. So um, And then the race. So um, I... I, I was there. I was just kind of like, I don't know. I wasn't quite in the right headspace, you know? Got a lot of stuff going on in my mind in the past couple of weeks, you right. know? Not doing, uh, you know, 
Like just a lot of stuff, you know, mm-hmm. right? Um, and it's a tough time of year for a lot of people and uh, and me as well. So, you know, I just kind of needed to shake some things up, right? right. So I, I just did a rental session before the race. Yeah. And actually, I think I'm going to try to do that for every race that I do from now on. Yeah. Uh, because that just kind of gets the cobwebs out. It gets Absolutely. It gets you moving in the right direction and mm-hmm. it kind of gets you over those pre-race jitters of like thinking about the cart and like, oh, I haven't done this for a couple weeks and, yeah. you know, stuff like that. So, uh, a warm-up rental session was awesome. I, I, the reason I didn't go out in the, the warm-up heat that was first was because I was just finishing my rental session and they put that rental, the race heat right, out. Right. So I just stuck around and then went out for that, uh, for that next, uh, warm-up. And the warm-up was interesting. I got, third place in the warm-up oh yeah that's uh, good which is hilarious because it did not start out well our buddy greg welsh was behind me during the first uh few laps uh, not few laps first uh four seconds of the race <laughs> and i i spun out and went off the track and uh and he was behind me the entire time and then uh obviously blew straight past me did, As, he, did he laugh at you afterwards i, I you just assume that laughter is implied right right yeah yeah. yeah, you don't go seek it out. No, no you, you just, know it's there. You just know it's there. You don't need verification. I get that. Exactly, exactly. Um, but uh, I had a clapped out cart for the first race. So I drew eighth out of 18 people and mm-hmm. I finished uh, ninth. Okay. So a lot of defending. Yeah. A, yeah. Uh, um, not to the degree like what we'll talk about with you, but um, some, some defensive driving and... Uh, changing a few positions and I have to say like I am well we'll get to that in a second so second second heat uh, much better cart finish uh, I started 10th I guess because if I was 8th and out of 18 so whatever that is um, how math works you guys can figure that out Um, I finished 7th actually that's awesome and I even jumped two places in one lap that's great Uh, thanks man and uh, I, I have to say I am very much emboldened by the coaching that you've given me about cart placement oh good yeah yeah so what are you doing differently well i'm not le- i'm i'm not being overly nice okay like uh there was one um area where uh and actually like we can we can draw it out now on the screen ian oh, wow it's a brave new world yeah. this is a new experiment it is okay we're trying yeah two cams drawing okay Dave so just figured out how to draw live on screen i have okay oh, wow it's happening so here's hairpin right mm-hmm. we're already drawing penises <laughs> so um <clears throat> there was a, a cart on the outside right uh-huh. and then here comes my dumb ginger ass right yeah uh on the inside and i i did not dive bomb i had a wheel in uh before even approaching the turn and actually uh as the person was braking they were kind of sliding over towards the apex here yeah and so basically i just i took the super inside line yep i was right here and i just slowed way down Mm -hmm. basically put the cart in park and just walked around the slow apex on the inside and then fired myself out yeah and yeah and before what i would have done is i would have I would have braked early to allow that person to get to the apex. Yeah. And then I would have tried to pass them somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Tried and probably failed. Yeah. But what I should have been doing is what you were telling me. Like, you're not, like, I'm not dive bombing. I'm, I'm there well in advance. Yeah. If you're there, if you're alongside before you get to the braking zone. Yeah. That's ideal. That's perfect. Right. Because, 
like I told you the other day, like what I call what I, how I think about that is you you're side by side, and if you have the inside line, yeah. you're now breaking for two, <laughs> right? Because you completely have say so over how fast that person goes around that corner. Exactly, exactly. You are the one calling the shots at that point, right? So, right. like uh, the the perfect example for that would be the the RX seven that we drove at at, at High Plains. Yes, it took me a long time to get comfortable in Absolutely. traffic with that car, but the the thing that I figured out with that car because it's it was such a like point and shoot. You know, right, he's like, it was on just garbage tires, but it was really fast <laughs> in a straight line. Was that I would do that, especially into turn uh, four, okay, the fast corner. Yep, yep. So you come up alongside, and then you just slow everyone way down to where you can get around the corner. Right, right. Because you know they don't want you to understeer into them. Exactly. You know they're. And and also their line is now compromised. Right, your line is also compromised. Right, right. So everybody's everybody knows that everyone's got to go slow. Right, and right. you're in charge. Exactly, exactly. You got the line. And and the rule is it, like I the only reason I know about this is from uh, bike uh, like velodrome racing mm-hmm. is hold your line. Yep. Right, you hold your line. So like if I was if I was on the inside here. And I'm staying inside. That's good, right? Yes. If if I was to like take inside and then come out like this wide, where this other person would be with me here, that's just a dick move. Well, <laughs> there, so there's there's dick move, and then there's dick move being assertive, right? So if you turn into them, okay, okay, that's a dick move. But if I'm just coming out of the apex, and if you're ahead, uh huh, if you're if you're if you if you're ahead, right, absolutely, go wide. That is your line now. Oh, okay, that's okay. your corner. Well, you then, do whatever the fuck you want. Well, then next week may be different as well. <laughs> maybe I'll be sixth, and maybe I don't know. Maybe other people will disagree with me on that. But honestly, I think that. And I, I'm definitely guilty of this, especially in, not so much in karting, but in, um, in the in endurance racing, right? Where I'll, um, where being nice is actually like less predictable it for is the other drivers, pre- yes, and a detriment th- to those around you. Yeah, and yeah. and actually, like, will spook people because yeah. they don't know what you're doing. Right, right. Um, even though you think you're being nice, right? So just stick to your line and do the thing that you think you need to do. Right. Don't be a dick. Right. Don't dive bomb. Don't rush somebody's braking. But yeah, if you're already alongside and they yeah. see you before right. you get to the braking zone, right? don't ever feel guilty about that. Yeah. You're yeah. I, I, I appreciate that because that really did change uh, the, the race for me. Yeah. It really did. Well, and that's yeah. also a corner that people know that you pass on. Absolutely. That's not going to surprise anyone. Right. And it's like, and you have a run up to it. There is a definitive full throttle mm-hmm. for a while. Now we're breaking. Now we're turning yeah. zone. And it's really the only like no shit breaking zone on the whole track. Yep. Absolutely. Really. Absolutely. So yeah. yeah, you're not surprising anyone. That's, and that's a, yeah, that's a perfect move. That's, well, thanks, that's man. what you should do. Thanks, man. Yeah. Work. Yeah. So it was, it was good. It, it was good. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> great time. Great time. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So how about your race, Ian? So I uh, could not make that Thursday race. Right. Because I had uh, children things to do. Right. 
Um, but uh, Unser also at the other at the indoor location has right. a Friday night endurance series where they do a thirty minute endurance race. Yeah, yeah. So it's a five minute qualifier and then a thirty minute endurance race. Right. Um, How'd the qualifier go, Ian? So I also did a a rental sesh a rental sesh before. Nice, nice and I dude. had Nico with me. Okay, so Nico and uh, Lauren hung out with him. But Nico, um, I have to say this first, what like lost his mind because i he? gave him like headphones uh-huh, because yeah. last time it was a little too loud for him yeah yeah and he had his headphones on and was just standing on the table like in uh-huh. that in the little uh, viewing area and was announcing was oh, like nice. doing color commentary for the race and he like and there goes Ian and he's gonna we're just gonna pass him and you gotta fight to win and he was doing like all <laughs> he actually said that nice nice uh, it was pretty funny. all of the stuff he's picked up from watching F1 yeah okay hilarious. okay nice um, but anyway uh, so I did the rental session um, and you know got a couple of clean laps in there was some okay. traffic or whatever but it was nice to just like just shake it out man yeah right yeah exactly yeah. and yeah. it's been a long time since I've done a, a competitive race there right uh, at the right. north location yeah so I was pretty nervous uh, yeah there are far fewer opportunities for passing on such a tight little course yeah yeah so there were eight people oh okay that's th- a good amount for that yeah I think the max is 10 yeah so there yeah. was eight or nine people eight people I think okay so in the qualifier uh, I think there was probably like three people who had never been there before, but they were all pretty quick. Okay. You know, okay. Never, I don't think anyone was below like a 32. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Know? No 50 second laps. No. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, so I ended up uh, getting through fighting through traffic and got like three clean laps in. Okay. Um, and you could see it on my lap times like because I could just like right. I just drop a, a plateau seconds. <laughs> yeah a big step down and then you could see the last two laps I caught people because then I like lost two seconds sure sure the last two laps so I got like three laps in and ended up qualifying first okay what was your qualifying time you remember a 30.4 nice man nice so, not bad yeah um yeah not bad yeah, yeah not my fastest time but you know not, not right? bad at all yeah um and then in the race, I had just a dog shit cart. Okay. Like, yep. it was, I think the tires were just gone because it understeered like no cart I've ever had before. Okay. And I would try to fix it like, uh-huh. with a lift or like right. a little overlapping brake or whatever, and it right. would just snap to oversteer. Whoa. Okay. So I managed to coax a 30.7 out of that cart. That's um, still really good for a garbage cart. But that was, I didn't have many in the 30s. Sure. And sure. it actually got worse over the course of the, over the course of the race where, you know, the flag stand corner, uh-huh. I was, I nearly hit the outside wall there. Oh, wow. Because okay. I was understeering so badly. Holy cow. Which is like, that doesn't happen there. Right, right. You know, yeah, like, and it's I, so wide. And that's yeah. a line that I usually have really well. And yeah. I, I was trying everything. Okay. But so that also meant that the guy behind me, who was also pretty quick, um, there was... <laughs> Behind us, it was just chaos. Like right. we just kept seeing wrecks. And right. Full court. There was a full course yellow at one point. And ex- excuse me, did we mention that you qualified first? I I I, I went right past it. Why you qualified first? Yeah, it was. It this was cool. is important to set the stage for what's happening, Ian. I know it was cool. Drama I, narrative. I was very excited that, to qualify first because I've never done that before. And you and you didn't want to bring it up on your own podcast. 
have we met (laughs) so so what you were saying you and the gentleman behind you yeah so he so he was on the second fastest person right so he had a 30.5 or six or seven something yeah a no shit time yeah Yeah. mid 30 point something and it was a cooler night so right no one was gonna have a absurdly fast right right um so he had he had gotten down to like mid 30s and so he qualified behind me but then he had a much better cart than i did in the race okay and and it was a legit fast dude uh so he was just on me right 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 um from i think i had pulled a little gap on him at the very beginning but then his tires came in and he was just on me sure sure and i defended for with him like on my bumper right for like 20 laps <laughs> it was crazy that's insane and so at any point did you get to a point where you were lapping other traffic yeah and so you were cutting through other traffic still defending yeah that's insane that's yeah. normally when somebody's going to be able to make a move yeah i know and and it, it got close a couple of times and sometimes i was able to use the traffic to my advantage sure and like sure pick my spot and right. so i would get a better getaway than him and yeah that sort of stuff uh but there was definitely parts on the track where he was just faster than me sure nothing i could do about it right like the the hairpin you know i just had to make my cart so wide right the the slowdown section you know i'm talking about the the back and forth the chicane i just it was just catastrophic understeer through there like i would turn the wheel and just nothing would happen (laughs) because that's usually my line through there right right and I tried everything. I tried right. breaking beforehand. It, it was just a nightmare. Wow. Um, so I ended up just settling on um, understeer like crazy into there and just use that to burn off right. all my speed and yep. just park right in the middle of the track. Okay. Okay. And so he bumped me a couple times, but sure. I, was, you know, I knew he was, I knew it was going to yeah, happen. Exactly. Exactly. You kind of plan for that. Um, yeah. And so eventually he got me because I was trying to figure out how to make my cart faster <laughs> right right uh and i screwed up one of the hairpins okay the the hairpin after the slowdown yeah yeah where it's leading into the fastest part of the track which is really not a good place to experiment <laughs> i don't know why i thought that was a good idea but i experimented and i screwed it up and he he got on the inside of me and i we i stuck it out all the way around the outside okay a bunch of contact and he yeah. ended up getting past me oh right um right. But, but you yeah. made him freaking work for it yeah, 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 and I apologized to him afterwards, but I was like, "There's that's all I could do. Right, there was right. nothing, yeah. nothing else I could do." I, I think anybody that shows up and can turn out those kinds of times is fully aware of what's going on because yeah. it, it's that thing. Like if the if the shoe was on the other foot, they would be doing the exact same thing. Oh, absolutely, right? and yeah. I would, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't, you know, begrudge. I would be frustrated, but right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't right. be angry with them. Right, but they're in front of you. Yeah, and right. he ended up pulling out like a twenty nine nine. I think. I think it was nice. 29.9. So he was obviously a yeah. quick. Yeah. Um, Is this somebody you've raced with before? No, I, did, I, okay. I, I had never, I didn't recognize his name or anything. Shit, there's more people that are faster than us out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was quick. Um, but we ended up finishing on the same lap. And oh, nice. And we were 16 seconds apart. So nice, even though man. his cart was, and he was so much faster than me. Yeah. Um, yeah, we were only 16 seconds all, Dude, apart from each other. That's awesome. So I don't know if he had a harder time with traffic or what, but yeah. um, 
Yeah, he good wasn't job, that, he man. He wasn't that far up the road for me, dude. Really good job. Yeah, it was fun. I finished. I ended up finishing second. I don't know how. I wouldn't complain about. I had that. the sixth fastest time. Nice <laughs> of anyone in but, the race. But that's an important statistic. You had the sixth fastest time, mm-hmm. and your defense and your driving was on point to the point that you could finish second. I was happy about. It. Yeah, I was super yeah, psyched. About that's that. that's fantastic, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I made. I'm sure I didn't make any friends. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if the shoe was on the other foot, they'd do the same thing, man. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Like when we were like when I inserted myself into the little battle you were having right. with, with the slower person. Yeah. <laughs> I felt bad about it until I asked you, would you have done the same thing? And you were like, oh, yeah. <laughs> of course I would have. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, that's that's fantastic, man. You did great, man. You're doing Team Clear Coat proud, Ian. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh huh. We both played Formula Effington One Fantasy, whatever this I, week. I guess I did. I went to a website and clicked on some stuff for a little bit. Yeah. So I don't really know what any of it does. I was, you know, as always, somewhat invested in it, and you uh, guessed and ended up winning the league. This I hate. I I handily beat you. Did you? Yeah. Were you high? I can't remember how far ahead of you were. I, I think maybe uh, like, you had like, like a 160 something. I had a 170 something. Okay. Yeah. 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 But we got first and second. Yeah. And that has never happened in any finishing order. Yeah. In any sort of like real competition. Oh, we've done that at the cart track all the time for. for right. But in with like civilian heats. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like yeah. never in like a race race. Right. True. True. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So this is I'll a, be your shake and bake. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's an exciting it's an exciting well no, I'm your shake and bake. I finished second. Oh. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm I was thinking about in carding where you would just be first. Oh well no, yeah. this is this is your time to shine, <laughs> my man. Come on. No, there, there's absolutely no glory in it because uh it's easy to just click on things and guess. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So what was your strategy this week? Click on things. You, and guess. you research Suzuka and the Ab- weather patterns. Absolutely, the- I was taking uh, uh, barometric pressure uh-huh. changes into account. The historical data. I I actually sent it off to Microsoft Power BI uh-huh. and did some uh, deep mind analytics on it. Yeah, I will say that I have gone pat back in like previous weeks and for this fantasy F one thing. Uh huh. I've gone back and like looked at individuals' performances uh-huh. at that track and. For those weather conditions and everything else, I always do way worse. Yeah. Whenever I do that. I guessed and won. Yeah. it's I know. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's just too many variables. Yeah. You yeah. Know? I mean, there is. Yeah. Which is crazy to think because it's like the most predictable couple of seasons ever in Formula One, but... Right. It's still very hard to do. <laughs> Maybe that's how I'm winning. It's just because I keep it, guessing the same thing. It could be. Can you imagine if I've been doing this from the beginning? Like actually making no shit picks. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was telling you. I'm going to win the league next season. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you do. I think it'd be really funny. <laughs> but I, w- I do want to talk about the race itself. So sure, congratulations sure. Thank for you. winning. You as well. Yeah, good, good job. Well, well yeah. done, sir. Well, 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 well. Good, 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 good job. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Sportsman. God, I took a shower before you came over. My hair looks horrible. Yeah. <sighs> Ian, yeah, I'm just fixing my hair. Okay, you you good now? <laughs> All right. Um. Anyway, so uh, the fantasy F1 thing aside, yeah, I do want to talk about the race itself because first of all, I just want to say Suzuka is like 
I love that track. Oh, it's a fantastic track. I played it in Gran Turismo a whole bunch. Me too. Yeah. Um, and it's just it's just cool, and it's a you know historic track. But uh, the race itself was very interesting. It was a really good race, which was kind of a surprise because it was supposed to be uh, a non not you know it's supposed to be one of those tracks where it's hard to overtake. And right. Can't, right. You can't follow. It people. is a more narrow technical track. Yeah. Right, and yeah. it's a lot of high downforce, high speed downforce type corners where you can't follow other cars. Right. But there was a ton of overtaking and a ton of craziness all throughout the race. But the one thing that I wanted to talk about sure. with you. With me. Because you don't care about any of this. Nope. Was the incident between Verstappen and Vettel. Vettel. So yeah. to set the stage for this, yeah. what happened was um, Vettel, first of all, through his own fuck-ups and Ferrari's continuing fuck-ups um, <laughs> qualified like 8th or ninth, and I can't remember where he was with grid penalties because that shuffled it but he, he started either 8th or ninth, uh, way out of position for where he was supposed to be right uh, Verstappen was further up the road and had uh, tussled with the old old Kimmy right um, at at a chicane and gotten a 5 second penalty right for driving into uh, Raikkonen which he absolutely did, and it was totally his fault. Uh, he re-entered the track in a really unsafe way and, and crashed into Kimi, and, but they both kind of continued on. So Verstappen had a five-second penalty. Right. Um, Vettel ends up passing Raikkonen and is on and then catches Verstappen. Right. And at this point, they're going to Spoon Curve, which is a really fast left-hander um, with a really short braking zone. Yeah. Um, but it's it's a really fast corner, and there's really only kind of one line through there. Right. And it's not someplace where you normally see people overtaking. Right. And uh, Vettel makes a move, and it's I want to talk about it in the context of what you were asking about, what you've been talking about with your with the carding. Right. Stuff right. Everything. Like, is this a dick move or not? Right. 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 Let's see if we can play it. I have I have something pulled up uh up on the web. Do you want to see if we can play it here? Sure. Or are you worried it's going to spoil too much? No, no, no. It's fine. Okay. Well, I, so I think, do you want me to draw out what happened? No, I want you, I want, so you, we, before the show, we, we watched the multiple, without commentary, multiple camera angles of the incident. Yes. And I'm curious to know what your reaction to it was. So, um, Verstappen had the five second penalty. Mm-hmm. He saw Vettel coming up. Mm-hmm. I feel like he probably should have just let him over because in a way Vettel was already past him. Right. Okay. And Vettel was not necessarily pa- working on passing him. He was working on passing everybody else in front of him. Okay. Right. Gaining ground on them. I don't know if he, sh- like, why sh- would Verstappen help him with that? Right. I don't think he should have, let him over but from where they were it looked like it yeah i don't i don't know it's it's tough to call because verstappen didn't leave enough room for vettel like the commentators on some of the other ones that we watched said that he did and he said he did but he didn't there was not enough room for vettel right and vettel was on the inside of him when all of this started right Mm -hmm. And it seemed like he, it seemed like he came over a little bit, um, not like out of spite or anything like he didn't pivot the wheel at him, yeah. but it just seemed like he wasn't, 
if I was in his position, I probably would have left a touch more room through that hairpin. Okay. Yeah. What about you? So I think it's completely Vettel's fault. Okay. I don't think Verstappen has any obligation to help Vettel in his race just because he has a penalty. And Vettel, on the other hand, should have known that Verstappen had that penalty. Right. And also that he was going to have another opportunity to pass him. Because the, the other thing is that, you know, that's sort of like towards the end of the lap. And the the, um, the pit straight, the uh-huh. long pit straight. That's where a, you serve the penalty, that's right? A, well, no, that's a DRS zone. Okay. So Vettel was going to fly by him then anyway. Okay. So there was really no reason to do it. Th- to have to get it done there at that exact point right okay and and again even if he wasn't going to get it done that lap he knew that Verstappen had a penalty right he was effectively already behind him where is the penalty served where does that five seconds come off so it's either done at the pit stop uh-huh so they have to be stationary for right. five seconds and then no work can be done on the car right right or it's just added on to your your time at the end okay and typically, people just do it in the pit stop. Right, right. W- were there any pit stops after this? Yeah, yeah. This okay. was early in the race. Oh, this was really okay. early in the race. And okay. so, and and as a result of the crash, Vettel dropped back to nineteenth. Okay. So he was nearly last. Right. Or, or he was last at that point because I think somebody had already retired. Okay. Um. So yeah, it was just a. I don't know. He wasn't in front. Right. He was. He was behind. His front wheel was behind Verstappen's front wheels. Okay. And. Uh, you know, by the time they were at the braking Verstappen's zone, Verstappen's rear wheels. Front, oh well, no, the, Verstappen. I'm saying Verstappen's front wheels were in front of Vettel's. Yes, yeah. And so he, they were. He was alongside, but that he wasn't on a line. He wasn't on a real line, and it wasn't a real braking zone like your hairpin. Right, right. right? So it's a fast corner. So there's not like. It's not like a long braking zone where you're gonna like, right, right, where where it's like it's clear to see what's happening at that point, right, right. right. So that was a it was a lunge from way way back, and into a corner that only had one line. And I think that Verstappen did leave him room because if I think if you really watch the onboard, I think what happened was he got onto the curb, which nobody is ever on the curb at that point in the corner, right? Really shallow line, yeah. And he just lost grip and understeered into him. Hmm. Well, let's... You want to l- rewatch let's it? play it again, yeah. Yeah, let's see here. Oh, God. Do we have an ad? Do we have to watch an ad? Jesus Christ. Do you want me to send you the video? Uh, the, the YouTube video? This might, this might be the same thing. Let's see, skip ad. Okay. So, so to me... Here, we'll, we'll step through this here. So, to me... Right. Okay. So there's breaking, breaking. He's on the inside, right? Like right here. Uh huh. He's on the inside, right? And Verstappen sees him, right? He should see him. Yeah. I mean, I, right? he, he knew he was there. Right. He said later he knew he was there. Right. Because he, he probably would have come over faster if he didn't know he was there. Right. Yeah. And so uh, contact was made right here before Vettel is this before Vettel starts understeering I think he starts understeering the moment he hits that curb okay because the because again the the proper line through there is see where there's that like double curbing yeah on the inside that's where you would make contact with the curb okay which is sort of the line that Verstappen's doing but he's gonna miss that apex anyway because he's trying to 
provide a little bit of room for right. So it's I, like, well, if you're going to do this, don't be a dick about it. I think what he was doing was saying was, was doing the like, I'm going to let you cause an accident if okay. you want to. Okay. But I'm going to make you decide to back out of it instead. Like, okay. That's the choice that Verstappen's offering. Okay. Yeah. Which is its own sort of like really aggressive right. <laughs> sort of thing it's to like, do. It, it's yours to fuck up if you want it. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Huh. Okay. So what do you think what do you think about that sort of mentality too of like being defensive but in a way that's like you know, he's technically giving him room. Right. So he's clear on that on that point. But right. but he's basically saying you're going to you can either back off, right, or try this and cause an accident and it's going to be your fault. I I don't know if he gives him room. Like here, li- look at this. So look where his front tire is mm-hmm. versus where Vettel's front tire is. Yeah. He distinctly does not have room there. Right. But you could see you could see Vettel backing off on the steering lock right before they touch because that's him correcting for under like trying to get back from understeer, right? Yeah. Cuz you straighten up the wheel. You see him like mm-mm. I mean, he's making micro adjustments, but he's not really going back too much. He's, no, no, no. I'm not yeah, saying he's, he's like turning into him or anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. So yeah. you're, you're more like. So what do you think the stewards did here? Um, I, I think that it, it's a bad decision by Vettel to, to try to pass there. Like, mm-hmm. like I, I think that, yeah, it, I, he shouldn't have done it. I don't know what the stewards do. What would you what would you do? I don't know. What, if you saw the if you saw that on board and you were in charge and you had to hand out penalties, what would you do? I don't know. What yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I okay. don't know. What did they do? They okay. did nothing. Okay. They did nothing. They said it was a racing incident. Okay. Um and I'm not sure that that's entirely fair, especially since Verstappen got a penalty for something pretty similar earlier on. Okay. And I'm not a Verstappen fanboy by any stretch. Right, I, right. I think he's kind of a hothead. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. They just let it go. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't yeah, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. What would you have done? Um I think that's the more important question here. Well, no, cuz yeah. you're starting to think about these things. Well, no, but I think you're the one with more experience on these opinions. Well, I mean, and, and soliciting opinions of mine. So, yeah. What uh, would you have done? I I think that if it was just don't get off free. <laughs> if it was just this, if it was just this race, and I didn't have to worry about being consistent over the course of a season or whatever. Okay, I would say, well, Vettel like got his punishment by going back to P nineteen and having to like work his way back up through the field. Okay, um, but the the flip side, the other, the counter argument to that is like they have to be consistent. For over the course of a whole season as to how they're judging all of these things and I think it's clear that Vettel caused the accident okay because he was too far back right um you know if it had worked great but right, it right. didn't right and it's clearly his fault and he knows Verstappen's not gonna like go right this way sir right right it's never gonna happen right so how would you penalize in that case I think I probably would have given him um a five second, a five second pedal or a drive through, maybe a drive through. Okay, that's where they just kind of they have to go through the pits at pit speed. Yeah. Okay. I think a drive through would have been a a, a good, a good for, uh, penalty for that. 
Okay. So not not overly harsh. Right. But especially since he was already back to P19. Right. If he had wound up right behind Verstappen after this, then I think it would have been a different story, right? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like if I if I had to take his out their outcomes out of it and just be like I'm going to apply right right vanilla car 1, vanilla car 2. And we don't this know is, right, yeah, we right. don't know where they end up because of this accident. Right. I I think a, a drive through or a 5 second penalty okay. would be what I would give him. Okay. I don't think I didn't think about looking at it as like not taking the results of what happened out in you know, not right. taking that out of it. Yeah, that's an interesting way to look at it. Yeah, because yeah. they have, and that's the thing that gets fans pissed off is like, well, what about this time when they, you didn't do it then? The you know? what abouts are always there. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about, what about? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I just thought that would be interesting to look at because you're, you're starting to think about like right. p- cart positioning and like what's an acceptable level of dickishness or assertiveness or however you want to put it. Yeah, I, but I clearly don't know, you know, like I, I don't feel like I really know, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, I'm, I'm still learning all of it too, but you know, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I, I just, I, the thing about it is that I don't want to put myself in a position where like that could be an outcome. Like, I don't really like, I, this whole thing makes me feel bad. I don't like it. Like, I don't like the outcome. I don't like, like this, like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I like, I, I enjoy racing and this is why I specifically like the time trial based stuff the most, Uh right? Like the, the quantity of incidents like this that happen where it's like, not only is there just like an incident, but the consequences are pretty great, right? At the F1 level. Oh yeah. If this happened at the go-kart track, you guys would just bounce off each other. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Yeah. It just, what if you go, ah, right, right. Yeah. That'd be it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I just like, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not, I'm not wired for this. It's, it really does not compute. I mean, I, I, my reaction to this wasn't like, oh good, we get to dissect this. It was like, what are you doing? Like, like you've ruined a race, you know, like I, I would rather see them race cleanly and right and do things that are, you know, like really good overtaking moves that are impressive and, you know, showcase driving skill. Right. That's, more enjoyable absolutely so i'm bringing this up because it is it was a frustrating and tragic thing that happened in the race right right Hmm. so yeah i'm not not using this as an example of like how awesome is this sort of racing no i i I didn't think so i i didn't know what vector we were taking with this oh yeah yeah. it was just more like you know showing the degrees of going up the inside of someone sure because you had talked about doing that at the hairpin and i wanted to show why what you were describing was good. Good. Right, right. But this is bad. And right. like, if but you not didn't necessarily bad as in like this person made a dick move or this person made a dick move. It's just kind of a weird set of circumstances. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think it's, I think it's clear that it was one person's fault here, but I, I'm sympathetic to arguments of why it was like, faults on both sides sort of thing. Yeah. I don't think anyone could be like, that's Verstappen's fault. Right. Like, 100% it's his fault. I get, like, they both could have done sure. better. They, they both could have done better. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. I'm a little less than that camp, but I, I, I understand that argument. It's a metaphor for the podcast. We both they could've. both could have done better. 
But anyway, because if if you if someone was a complete novice to all this stuff, yeah, and I showed someone a clip of you overtaking it the hairpin right. in the way that you did, and then this, they'd be like, "That's the same thing." Right, right. Why are you upset about one of them and not the other? Right, right. But they're you know, I think it's an important distinction. Okay, yeah. We can I, move on. Yeah, no, they, well, when you say it's an important distinction, I don't get why it is a deport. Why it is an important distinction? I, you lost me. Oh, um, I don't know. Just that, uh, just knowing when it's it, it, it because it is a judgment call to know when you're being assertive and when you're being a dick, and right. if you're coming from uh, behind someone. In and you're they're already in the breaking zone, right? That's clearly you're dive bombing and being a dick, right? Absolutely. And that's I think what happened here. Okay. And but what you did is different, right. even right. though like if you described it to someone over the phone who had never seen racing, right? They'd right. be like, oh, you guys did the same thing, right? Right. Okay. That's okay. All. Okay. I get that. I get that. Yeah. But it does bring me to an FMK cars. Let's let's let's. Bring it back up a notch. FMK Cars You're is gonna a like game this one that too. Ian and Dave play on the Team Clear Coat podcast. It's based on a gross game that we don't talk about with the thing that it was originally <laughs> intended to talk about. We talk about it with cars, Ian. We talk about it with cars. It's true. And so there you go. FMK Cars. <laughs> F means you drive it for a day. M means you marry as your new daily driver. K means it goes to the crusher immediately. Absolutely. Okay, so to celebrate, this is kind of the celebrate us getting number one and number okay. two wow. in in fantasy, fantasy GP F one. This a is an online thing. This is a feel good FMK car. Stage. Okay, all right. all right. Okay, this, this is a called, this is the the uh, the carrot, not the stick. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, all right. Uh, making you watch uh, Formula One replays. That was the stick. <laughs> we this one's called we're number one. And um, number two. <laughs> okay. Okay. So in this one, we drive everywhere together. Okay. In formation, in whatever order you want. Okay. Okay. In separate cars. And okay. there's a kicker. We finish first and, sec- and second, again, whatever order you want, and we can mix it up, whatever you want to sure, do. Sure. Sure. In regular competitions. So that's oh, going to okay. be- All right. We're always winning. We're yes. just winning dudes. Yep. Okay. And so all of these cars, they are- they participated or their manufacturers participated in famous formation finishes. Oh, okay. Okay. All right? Okay. So the first one. The famous Lotus 1-2 kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. So the first one is the 1966 Ford GT40. Yes. Okay. At Le Mans, they famously did a formation finish and it was controversial and blah, blah, blah. Okay. All right. Let's do a golf livery. Yeah, sure. Okay. So GT40s for you and I. Yes. Uh, his and his and GT40. Again, we drive in formation everywhere. Awesome. Okay. We also drive finish first and second in competitive yoga. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, you didn't say what the competitive thing was. Right. Is yoga there's an old Dr. Katz thing about Doc uh uh uh, Jonathan Katz stand up uh-huh. bit about uh, competitive yoga. Is, I have no idea if it's a real thing or not. Uh, he's he says, uh, "Is it is it just somebody's more relaxed than you are?" 
<laughs> is is competitive yoga a real thing? I bet I would imagine if sure. someone if a human can do it, we're going to figure out how to turn it into a competition, how that's to th- how to ruin it with sponsorship. That's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, and then how to have a resurgence grassroots campaign. I think it's whoever says namaste more irritatingly. Yeah, there you go. Is, how, is who who wins? Okay, all right, all right. So the next, I'm going to need to do the yoga to fit into that. Thing. Oh, that's true. I didn't think about that. Yeah. All right. So the next one is a 19. 19- 77 Ford Falcon XC. Okay. All right. 1977. Pretty cool. So these guys uh, did a formation finish in the Bathurst 1000. Okay. Uh, But we're going to do the road car version. Yeah. That. Yeah. This guy yeah. here? Okay. Oh, we're the, yeah. We're the one with the stripes. I don't care. Nice. Look at that. Pretty cool, okay. right? Yeah. That's a great car. All right. Yeah. Wow. I really like that. Go-kart racing. Okay. Okay. One, two. Reg- we do regular go-kart racing and we okay. finish one, two. Okay. All, All right. right. Okay. The next one is a 1991 Honda NSX. Okay. So this is uh, uh, Senna uh, when he won the 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 91 uh, Formula One uh, World Championship. Yep. He uh, slowed down so he could do a formation finish with uh, Gerhard Berger. Oh, cool. Uh, okay. He, he drove for McLaren Honda. Yeah. So uh, Honda NSX. So in this, we finished first and second in fantasy formula f1 every oh, week okay all right but we get nsx's yes and we drive in formation oh there's so many youtube videos okay i, know. I don't all know right. why google has started doing that yeah it's very annoying um that's what we call dog fooding um <laughs> right yeah uh okay so let's see here so GT40 competitive yoga. So I have I have been in the presence of an original uh, GT40, mm-hmm. and the thing that you walk away with is I cannot believe that people did 200 miles an hour in these things, yeah. 38 inches high, and your ass is scraping on the ground. Yep. Yeah, that's gonna be an F, and we're gonna be yoga bros for a for yes yes i was hoping i was hoping we would get to drive it for a day can i add a kicker to your kicker (laughs) we have to we have to be in period correct dress when we do the yoga so like we're going to be sweating it out in our in our dapper suits and uh stuff like that well would be we would would be in suits because we'd need to be period correct for the type of people that would do yoga in 1966 we'd be naked (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 you're right yeah 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 Yeah. um yeah Yeah. okay all right so for a day we're gonna be yoga bros yeah for a day we'll be yoga bros um and then i oh man this is really tough because do i want to finish one two in every cart race i go to Uh uh-huh or do I want to drive an NSX and then just have that an NSX? Right. I think, I think, hmm, I think I'm going to take the NSX. Oh. And here's why. Because finishing first in Fantasy F1 doesn't have the same gravity as finishing first and second in a kart race. Correct. And I would feel bad knowing that I was going to be able to finish one, two in a cart race before the race even began. Well, okay, but let's, let's, <laughs> let's not say that like, let's not get super meta with it and know that like it's an inevitability of the we, universe. Okay. Okay. We just happen to know, like we just yeah. happen to finish that way. Yeah. Okay. And we trade, we could trade positions sure, if you sure. want, if that makes right. it more interesting for you, mm. or you can always beat me or however you want to do it. Hmm. 
I think I'm still going to marry the Honda NSX. Okay. Yeah. What would you do? I kind of thought you would do that. I think that I would, uh, I would crush the NSX and marry the Falcon. Okay. Because kart uh, racing is the best. Kart racing is the best. And winning is also very good. And winning is, you know, not terrible. Right. Um, and then, yeah, for a day, yoga bro. 40. Yeah. Yoga, yoga bro. G G GT 40 yeah. that those Venn diagrams overlap quite a bit. Oh, yeah. 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 I, okay. I think so yeah, I like that. Namaste, Dave. I like that. Namaste, Ian. Wow. It's a good thing. We got that recorded because I don't know if we'll ever hear you saying that ever again. Never. Did you just check the record? I did on the on the I, hopes and dreams. I did. Yeah. In my defense, it was ironic. So that's fine. <laughs> Ian. Yes. Uh, I'm closing out all the tabs that I don't need anymore. Okay. I have good news. <gasps> I want to hear it. You figured out what I was doing with uh, with uh, some money. Yes. Right? Yes. I, I have good news, Ian. I have still not been murdered by people on Craigslist. Are you sure? Mostly. Great. That's awesome. <laughs> Congratulations. That's not a, it's a not small feat. Yeah. You yeah. have been, you've been splashing around a lot in the, the, the murky waters of, of Craigslist lately. I live on Craigslist, man. Oh, if man. I could buy groceries on Craigslist, I would. <laughs> I, want, I want secondhand groceries on I, Craigslist. I want eight out of 12 eggs. <laughs> <laughs> and some questionable almond milk. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> Um, I, I drove, uh, a 1992 Nissan Pathfinder that I, I walked away from. Okay. Uh, and, um, uh, yeah, so I, I'm still trying to line up some other cars to check out. Uh, a couple things have been sold out from underneath me, but that's fine. That's how it works on the, on the old Craigslist. Whoever yeah. shows up first with cash gets it. The list of Craig. Yeah. Um, but when you read a lot of Craigslist postings for cars, you see some stuff, Ian. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've stared into the abyss. Oh, wow. Of used car Craigslist. What did you find looking back at you? Well, in the spirit of Halloween, Ian. Oh, <laughs> all right. I have an FMK cars for you. All right. Okay. So let me see. I. I forgot to send myself the links, so let me see if I could just pull them up and then just uh, show my screen over here. So, Ian, mm-hmm. this FMK Cars is called Phantom Issues. Okay. All right. So, it's going to be a car with a spooky twist. Spooky. That's All right. right. Like okay. Phantom twist. All right. First up. It's this Toyota Camry V6 LE with 118,000 miles. Okay. Okay. What was spooky? The spooky twist is that... Where is it? Oh, where is it? I had it before. Ah, yes. The transmission randomly shifts sometimes. Oh. Uh Uh-huh. That's fine. Right? So every now and then you'll be going down the highway and instead of fourth gear, you get third. That would be so much better if it was a manual. Right? Yeah. The stick <laughs> just moves. Right? Yeah. Okay. All okay. Right. So, so transmission with the mind of its own. And and I will I will say it won't money shift on the highway. So like it right. won't go first to fourth mm-hmm. or from fourth, fourth to, to first. first. Yeah. Right? Okay. Gotcha. Second one here. All right. 
Okay, this is a 1993 Chevy regular cab pick-em-up truck. I like it. Okay. Got some scaffolding in the back. Diesel 4x4. Four four. Okay. All right. This one. Landing pad. This back. one has, what is this one? Uh, come on. I should have memorized these. Uh, Ian, what is it? Ah, yes. Every now and then, the instrument panel goes haywire. Oh. It has a bad ground, so gauges will sometimes read weird. Okay. Except the tack. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Sense. Can you make this bigger so I can see the pictures? Oh, yeah. Can Let's you just see. make the... the? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. great. Right? Cool. Okay. So, there you go. Um, yeah. Uh, and... Also, like, I mean, look at that rack on the back. Yeah. Uh, you could uh, put, like, a couple go-karts. We could build some ramps and make yeah. some go-kart racks. I like that. Yeah, right? Okay, lastly, Ian, all right, it's going to be another truck, a Dodge three, uh, 3500 diesel, okay? Okay. This one, let me see if I can find it. Ah, every now and then, you get completely locked out of it or locked in it. It has a weird <laughs> electrical lock problem. You can still put down the window and crawl out, but every now and then you're going to have some weird locking issues. Okay. All right. All right. That's in pretty good shape. It really is. Yeah. 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 Okay. Hmm. All right. So the transmission. Yep. Transmission in the Camry. Gauges. Gauges in the 93 Chevy diesel truck. 93 yeah. is not really the best year for a diesel engine. Um, Dave, the, this is the first thing, the first time this has ever happened. Yeah. I'm going to crush the car. You're going to crush the car out of and this I'm going to have two Two trucks. trucks. Okay. All right. Uh, I think I'm going to marry the Dodge. Okay. It looks great. It does. And it's already got a flatbed, so yeah. I can definitely put a small race car. Or, Absolutely. Yeah. Or, you know, just like put the children back there or, or whatever. I don't know, like an R32 would fit back there probably. <laughs> right. A broken R32. <laughs> right. It'd be my own towing service. Yeah. Jenny could drive the truck and you would just be in your R32 like that season of Archer where he had the Ferrari yes. just on the flatbed. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh-huh. Yep. And then, uh, and then for a day, I'm going to drive the, um, uh, the the other oh, truck yeah, yeah, the, with the the landing pad on it and I'm gonna just land drones on it. There you go. I'm okay. gonna be like an aircraft carrier launching drones nice. off from the highway. That would be fun. That would be fun. Yeah, you yeah. could be in the passenger seat like controlling them. Controlling yeah, the doing drones. some aerial photography. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Photography uh, <laughs> for your personal collection. <laughs> no, Ian. Uh -huh. Nature. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Spooky. I like that. Uh, so speaking of like the thing that got all of this started was a real Craigslist ad. Okay. That said, let me see if I can pull it up here. Uh, da, 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 da. Where is it? Ah, uh, yes, here it is. Uh, it was for a 2003 Chevy Astro van. Okay. All right. And uh, the Craigslist ad said, this is almost like a haiku, okay? There's some poetry in people that write some of these things. Oh, absolutely. Okay? All right. This one takes you on a fucking journey, so just heads up. Okay. Okay? I'm excited. All right. All online forums submit that this is a good vehicle. This is an Astro. This is a, yeah, Astro van. Okay. Blue Book for similar in good condition up to $3,900. It was listed for two grand. Vehicle has been sitting for years 
until owner just recently passed, as is. Everything works and it runs. 2,000 firm or best offer. This is like so. That. This is a dead. It's a whole. Car. It's a whole story. Yeah, Ian. it's like the Ernest Hemingway. Uh, yeah, the, bet that he couldn't write a whole story in six words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a for sale. For sale. It was for sale. Baby shoes never used. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, first of all, the fact that this individual said all online forums submit that this is a good vehicle, like like he has bent the online forums in around into <laughs> his way of thinking. He has finally gotten <laughs> Bernie Bob 784 on the VW Vortex forums to admit that this is a good vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. I made that dude cry uncle. I think he's trying to use it as in like, I submit to you, sir. Right. A more Which cordial. is also a very <laughs> way far more formal than anyone on any forum has ever been right right yeah yeah you see some poetry in these yeah Mm -hmm. and then you get to the whole fact that it's a dead person's car yeah right yeah Yeah. uh the the other thing that i found uh this was a while ago and it really stuck with me it was a listing for a saab 95 wagon Okay. okay. And the Saab 95 center dash had this weird vertical cup holder that came out. Yeah. Does, yours doesn't have it. Yours is a 9.3, right? Yeah, but I know what you're talking about. Right. It's, it's the weird, like, engineering marvel of a cup holder. Yeah. That, like, you tap and it cascades down, like, a, like the opposite of a hidden bookcase in a movie. I know. If they, if seriously, if Saab had, like, fired their cup holder department. Yeah. Like, you know, 15 years before they went under, they would have had money in the bank for another generation. They absolutely would have. Yeah, here's here's the part off of E-Europe. Right. $82 for this cup holder. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it, fl- it flips down and that ring rotates to hold your soda can. <laughs> so dumb. The the person that wrote, uh, that wrote the ad said, um, I have removed the center console cup holder because I have found it untrustworthy for beverages. (laughs) (laughs) You betrayed me, Saab Vertical Engineering cup holder. That's amazing. Untrustworthy for beverages. (laughs) So instead of not using it, they took it out of the car. Hey, I mean, you know what? That's not a bad idea. That's not a bad way to approach car ownership. If you took all the untrustworthy parts out of your VW R32, you'd have wheels and a steering wheel and a big dead pedal. Yeah. And I'd just be like, vroom, 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 vroom. Sitting in the street. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, but the process of elimination is a good way to look at it. Yeah. That's the lotus approach to reliability. Right. Exactly. <laughs> usually you start stripping down uh-huh. an, a, a sob of all its unreliable parts and pretty soon you're left with an aerial atom. And you're naked. <laughs> and you're naked. Yeah. I have found my pants untrustworthy for beverages. <laughs> I, I just picture somebody just pontificating that. They're the same people who on the forums submit to you that right. the Astrovan is a d- good vehicle. Right. Oh God, I hope this guy didn't. I hope the cup holder guy wasn't the one that owned the van that passed. 
What wow. if they were all in the same universe, Ian? That's how I'm going to be reading these Craigslist ads, as if they're all in the same universe. <laughs> like they're all yeah. like sketch comedy characters. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, they were all It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia owned at some point. I like it. Yeah, yeah. So I still haven't been murdered. I'm still alive. I ventured into the Craigslist abyss. <laughs> And, and, and there you shall remain. And I'm not done yet. No. Yeah. 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 Well, you still own a Viggen, so I, you're going to be, you're kind of, you don't really have much choice. I don't. I, I live there now. Yeah. I'm, I've taken permanent residence upon the listings of Craig. <laughs> well, hopefully, yeah. here's, here's to you having adequate beverage storage <laughs> solutions. Yeah. Beverage storage, you can believe in. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else you want to talk about, Ian? Um, I rented a van. You did, and we had fun. We did yeah. have fun. So uh, you, you came over to my house uh, a couple weeks ago because I was doing uh, a project which has not progressed past the point <laughs> where you saw it. Um, I was redoing my patio. Right. Um, and so I had to like rip out a bunch of dirt, maybe like a ton or so of dirt and right. old masonry and nonsense. And then, uh, the plan is to brick in around the outside and then I had to get some rocks. Yep. We had to get a ton of rocks from Home Depot. Right. And, uh, uh, that was not going to work with the Volkswagen. So I ended up, uh, we rented a, I rented a van. Yes. What, what was the make and model of the van? It was a Ford... Home Depot rental van. Right. It wasn't the, it was, was it the transit cargo? Uh, it might've been. Yeah. Yeah. Transit cargo van. Yeah. Probably. Yes. Yep. That's, a, that looks familiar. Yep. Okay. Um, it was, um, it had seen some things yeah. before I got to it, yes. which is something. Yeah. Um, there was not a panel that was not dented. No, no, it, it had been through a side swiping and you, or two. you missed the way it was parked. Which was I like I don't know how it actually it looked like someone had picked it up with a crane and <laughs> dropped it in sideways okay. between two cars and like it took me you know and I'm pretty good at that sort of oh, stuff. You, you're very good at that kind of stuff. I was very thoroughly impressed with your uh, parking skills. Um, it took me a solid ten minutes to get out of that parking <laughs> spot to untetris it from yeah. the situation because it was yeah. it's it had been parked in by other rental sure. vehicles. Yeah, yeah, and of course that's the one they give me the keys to. Right, like, right. Are you fucking kidding me right. right now. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I had to like untetris it as right. you, as you put it. And there was a time pressure. Well, not at that point because they were the, oh, okay. they reset the clock when they load when they help nice. you load everything. Nice, yeah, which is good. But yeah, I had seventy five minutes, seventy five minutes to do these deeds to take my two my my one ton of of uh, gravel right from Home Depot to the house and unload it, and then also do a uh, an errand an errand. Uh, and then get it back. Right, right. Yeah, we dropped something off at the good Goodwill. Yeah, an old table. Yeah. Uh, and we did it all. Did it all, and I had like 15 minutes to go. Yeah, yeah, we knocked that out, man. Yeah. But uh, driving around in the rental van, uh, man, that was insane. It, first of all, you can get very close to the car in front of you. Yeah, because you, you sit right over the front wheels. Yeah. It's great, and it really does, like, we've talked a lot on the show about how different cars inspire you to drive in different to like kind of adopt the persona yes 
absolutely you were you adopted the contractor persona right yeah so i you know i'm a, a papers with away from the car in front of me at all times <laughs> we both just had cigarettes hanging out of our mouths don't know where they came from <laughs> yeah um you know we're just surrounded by to-go wrappers yeah, absolutely yeah yeah subway sandwiches yeah it was it was great like you know, you 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 drive a a big luxury car and you adopt the persona of an old man. Yeah, absolutely. You, you drive something like this, you adopt the persona of a of a contractor, and it just sort of happens without you yeah. thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. I get my old man sedan. I want dinner at four thirty. Right. I'm not even joking. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> we get in that van, and uh, the only thing that you did not uh, adopt from a contractor persona is pulling the emergency brake toward as we were. Uh, cruising towards the stoplight yeah. and uh, letting the side come out a little bit. That well, was fun. Yeah, I was testing it. You gotta, <laughs> we, we, we're being, being thorough is what you're doing there. You got to see if, if you can do a handbrake turn in a rental... Uh, for transit, and it turns out you can. I would only do that in a straight line. I would. Oh yeah, not, no. no, there is no turning that can happen while you're doing that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, th- one of those things unloaded mm-hmm. is a hoot. It man. is. It's so lightweight and hilarious, and it like. We pulled uh, onto the highway. The thing actually got up and moved. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. terrible. No. Um, you know, I mean, it's not fast. Right. But right. it wasn't awful. Yeah. Um, and it, it did a good job. Yeah. I hung my head out the passenger side like a Labrador. That's true. To, to see if there were any cars for you so you could merge. That's true. It was my blind spot detection system. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just <laughs> ginger puppy <laughs> yeah, hanging out the side. It was great. Yeah. Um, I highly recommend it. It was like 20 bucks. Yeah. And uh, you yeah. get 75 minutes to just be an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. That's the whole thing. Yeah. You, it's only 20 bucks if you get your deeds done in 75 minutes. Exactly. Yeah. And the other thing to note is that, you know, sometimes, you know, after you've been driving for as long as we have and you, you kind of forget the proper rules of the road as far as like who has right of way in certain situations. Yeah. Uh, there's no question with that. <laughs> you always have the right of way. Exactly. So people exactly. take one look at that dented ass like rental <laughs> uh, cargo van uh-huh. with no visibility, and they're like, right, just, yep. just fucking, just get out of here. Right, right. Just leave me out of it. Just go. Yeah. Maybe Vettel thought he was still in his van from the weekend. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah. That's what yeah. it was. He was redoing yeah, his no, patio. But y- but there's that code like. When I park in a parking lot, mm-hmm. sometimes I'll find another very nice car to park my Infinity next to. Right. There's the unspoken code, we're not going to hit each other's doors. Right. right? Um, at, but when you're in that, it's like, it's the exact opposite. Oh, Everybody yeah. else sees that and they, like, oh, this person doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So we are staying away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you have the right of way. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I've honestly seen people pull out of the way with less urgency for like fire trucks. Yeah, I was just going to say, yeah, you would have a harder time if you were a police car. Yeah. yeah. So police officers should just drive around in dented Home Depot <laughs> rental vans because everyone would just yeah. dive out of the way yeah. immediately. Yeah, you will cut through traffic to get to the scene yeah. of the crime because that motherfucker is definitely going to hit me. <laughs> That was fun. It was fun. Yeah. I think we should do it more often. Just, yeah. You know, like not even for a project. Let's just like 
go drive around in a Home Depot rental van. Yeah. I like we need a spec Home Depot rental van racing series. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. Contact is allowed and encouraged. <laughs> it's mandatory. Yeah. Contact is mandatory. There you go. You have to have a, a, a tap every two laps or yeah. something. Yeah. Or you're disqualified. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> I like that. That's good. Um, Okay, nice. Uh, I have some my eyes. Okay. Um, let's see here. I ha- I have a picture. I want to see if you noticed the same thing that I noticed when I when my intern took a picture of this. Car. Oh, you, your your picture intern who uh, travels around with you and takes pictures while you're driving while I'm driving, which is so, so handy. This one was at a. What are we paying light. this person anyway? Uh, not well. Yeah. Oh, okay. Not well. Okay. So here's a Ford Escape that I saw. Okay. I want you to see. I want to see if you notice the same thing that I noticed with it. Okay. It's a, it's a gray Ford Escape. We're at a stoplight. Yeah. Um. It has uh, some stickers on it for some video game related things. Oh, is that what those are? Yeah. And um. And maybe some anime. Uh. Yeah. And I'm not going to mention anything else. Yeah. I mean, so. this dent is very uh, intriguing. Like, how did that happen? It it, it is it is. So so the the thing that I noticed was the Zelda Hearts sticker, right? Okay. On the on the back window. Yeah. It is. It, it's two and a half hearts. It's not full health, and the car has a dent in the side of it. Uh, right. Like, did they put the sticker on? Like. Yeah, did they put the sticker on after their car had the dent, or did they put the di- sticker on and then the, the the disparity corrected itself? I wonder. Right? I wonder. Right? Yeah. I like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I saw that, and then I was like, oh, oh, that sticker works on a level. Yeah. Right? Because why else would you have just Zelda hearts other than like, I like Zelda, right. you know, which is fine. Yeah, Zelda's a great game, you know? Yeah, great series. But- I've never played it. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, I, I've, I've just dabbled in it because you know my attention span is that of a, um, a caffeine-addled cocker spaniel. Uh-huh. Um, so, <laughs> so those aren't really the games for me. But yeah, yeah, I, I get I, that. Yeah, I just thought that was funny. I'm yeah. more intrigued by that dent because it clearly wasn't a post. Because right, the taillights all good. Well, and yeah. the bottom isn't dented. Is right. what I'm thinking. Right. right. So it was yeah. something that was either like like out to the side or it was like a truck that was really high up or something. Right, right. Which is interesting. Yeah. What if you, what if your car had a health gauge though, right? Like that's, that's the intriguing thing to me, right? Yeah. 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 Right. And then when you take it to the mechanic, it's like a one up. Yeah. Yeah. I like that idea. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That actually kind of brings me kind of neatly to an FMK car. Oh, really? Okay. Can I? Can we do yeah, that? Yeah, absolutely. All right. I don't know if you know this or not, <clears throat> Ian. It's our goddamn show. We can do whatever we want. You're right. Yeah. You're right. It is. So yeah. we're gonna do that. All right. So when you were doing your cart race, yes, you texted me because you said you were gonna do a uh, a race ahead of time. Yes, a rental sesh. A rental sesh. Yeah. And you said I'm doing a rental heat before the race with the with three Suba Bros. Oh. Uh, Yes, and uh-huh. I said they're going to use vape smoke like a Mario Kart <laughs> power up, and then I said, "Hold on, hold it." Got an idea. Uh huh. So this brings me to an FMK cars. Okay. 
This is, I didn't come up with a clever title for this for some reason. I, I do want to talk about the finish of that rental heat, but okay. Yeah, yeah. After your FM came right. Yeah. So this is car owner stereotypes as Mario Kart power ups on the go kart track. Yes. So whenever you yes. go karting, yes. so you're going to get a car. Uh-huh. And then whenever you go karting or participate in any sort of competitive racing, sure, sure. You get to use these power ups. Okay. All right. All yeah. Right. Good. So the first one is Subaru, w, Subaru WRX. Uh-huh, yeah. And you may deploy a, cl- a thick cloud of vape, vape smoke, smoke once per lap. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. So it'll dissipate pretty quickly. Right. Right. But it might be enough to startle someone. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Okay. I'm all right. Okay. All right. all right. The next one, BMW M3. Oh, boy. Okay. All right. I just throw money at someone. Close. Okay. For one lap. You can force all other drivers to participate in a conference call via Bluetooth headset. <laughs> okay. And they all have right. to like participate in a call and right. like get through an agenda. Right, right. For one lap. Right. I yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. So or maybe it'll just be like working through Skype issues for there, one lap, <laughs> there you, you know, go. whatever it is. Uh, click on devices. No, yeah. no, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Can you see my screen yet? Yeah, yeah. Can you see my screen? I'm I'm sharing. I don't know yeah. why you can't see it. Whose fucking dog is that? <laughs> All right. Who just flushed the toilet? Exactly. Yeah. Who doesn't know how mute works? Yeah, exactly. All right. So the okay. last one will be a Chevy Corvette. Okay. For one lap, every other racer gains 40 pounds and has to listen to Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, there's, there's hearing Buffett, then there's inflicting Buffett. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of like the difference. I mean, it's not like you're like a hostage negotiator. You're not like the FBI, like blaring it at a (laughs) kind of the difference between a lead and a pencil and lead and bullets. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. Okay. All right. I... I think I have to crush the STI. Okay. I think I have to kill that one. That's, I think, the least effective power-up. Yeah, I, I do, too. And also, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, One of the cars that I'm looking at on Craigslist, I'm waiting to hear some more information about, is mm-hmm. like a 2001 Subaru Legacy wagon. Oh, awesome. Right? Yeah. With a manual. Yeah. Um, And uh, if I get it, I'm just going to plasti dip it the craziest color so I can always find it in a parking lot. Yeah, you should do that. Yeah, right? Right? Yeah. Uh, And then you need to get a sticker on the back that says, no, I don't vape. There you go. Now we're talking. So I think for a day... I am going to do the Chevy Corvette okay. and the Buffett and 40 pounds. I thought you were going to. That's gonna, hilarious. I thought you were going to crush that. Yeah, no, I want to do that for a okay. day. I want to inflict Buffett for a day. <laughs> well, and also 40 pounds is, would be like, yeah, that'd be a significant, yeah. uh, a, a significant advantage Exa- for a lap. Exactly. Uh, and I'm going to marry the M3. Okay. Uh, where, because they're like, I'm on a lot of conference calls. I like, I'm in a lot of meetings and I I don't know if I want to say this or not, but I love it when it all goes wrong. Oh, I do too. I live for I it. I just soak in it. It's like yeah. palm olive and I'm just in it, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's a warm bath to me. I'll say that the only thing more satisfying uh-huh. yeah. to me as like someone who lives in corporate culture but hates right. everything about it. Right. Um, the only thing more satisfying than a 
than a conference call gone wrong because right. that happens all the time. Exactly, exactly. Is a, just a really, really sweet, disastrous reply all storm. <laughs> yes. Like there's nothing yeah. better than no, that. That is mwah. and like yeah. and knowing and like picking your like picking your spot of when <laughs> to get in there with just the right thing to rile everyone up. Is like right? it's it's such an art. <laughs> I my <laughs> you go you go in after like the fourth or fifth. Please yeah. don't reply all. Right. That that's when you strike. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I I hate to use this reference because it uh it it highlights uh one of my more embarrassing pop culture things. Okay. All right. Because I used to, when I was 18, I liked boondock saints. Sure. You know, like yeah. every 18 year old right. did when that came out. Right. Uh, and now I realize that's a shitty movie. Right. But just like in Bruges, but you know, uh, I kind of like that movie. Have you, have, have you listened to the dialogue lately? I haven't. Yeah, don't. Okay. Anyway, but you know, when, uh, Willem, Willem Dafoe like goes, is going to the crime scene and he puts in. Yeah. That's how I approach those reply all <laughs> right? Like right. I just have the opera <laughs> blasting in my ears and I'm just like <laughs> yeah. dancing through the crime scene and just getting ready for that perfect that perfect reply of wait, is everyone getting this? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Mwah. Or or the better the best one just unsubscribe. <laughs> yeah. Just type the word unsubscribe reply all. Oh, that's the best. <laughs> there, are, there have been a few recent ones uh, on one of the distribution lists I'm on. Oh, really? For like one specific, you know, we have some building specific distribution lists, uh -huh. right? Everybody in this facility needs to know, you know, kind of thing. And <laughs> because it's cold and flu season, it's like a message went out to everybody in that building about getting flu shots. I have to get a flu shot every year. Otherwise, right. I can't work there. Right. Right. And, uh, and so people are chiming in, uh, that's okay. I, I got my flu shot at Walgreens two weeks ago. Yes. Yeah. 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 So there, so now I'm up to date on everybody else's HIPAA <laughs> data, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love it. <sighs> yep. I right. Love it. Right. The best. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. We're, we're. We probably want to wrap this up. We don't probably we? do. Uh, we have a voicemail from Nick Lindy that I want to play. Okay, let's do yeah. that, and then that'll be it. Okay. All right. Hey, guys. It's Nick Lindy again. Hi, Nick. Uh, it's been a while. Um, been a while. I need to report uh, something. Uh, I guess you'd call it a crisis. <laughs> can I, can uh, driving down I-70. <laughs> I just love that For in someone's mind, Nick's mind, apparently, he thinks that we are some sort of authoritative entity that he feels obligated to report something to. No. It, I, I love that. I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I think what he's doing is he's saying like, he see, he's just got to tell somebody. Okay. Yeah. Like, I, I, like, I got to get this off my chest. And also he's like OG street team. That's true. Right. Yeah. I think he's, just, uh, I think he's right. You I, can kind of hear it in his voice. Yeah. You're right. right. You're, you're right? right. You're right. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm. Here we go. All right. Crisis. Uh, driving down I-70 this morning, I get passed by an F-150. Okay, right. And then as it passes, it's an F-150 Raptor. Cool. With a vanity plate that says Raptor. R A P 
T A H. So dumb. Anyway, love you guys. Bye. So, so I so thank you, Nick, for calling in. Uh, I always love it whenever he sends a picture. We always love it whenever he sends a picture or leaves us a voicemail. So I have recently become friends with a gentleman from Maine. Okay, mm-hmm. my buddy Peta. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And every so I, on Instagram, his his Instagram name is spelled out Peta. P e e d a h. Right. 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 right? Mm-hmm. And now every time I say his name, I can't help but to say Peta. Yeah. Like I, I, that's what plays in my head. I don't say Peter anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. Peta. Right. So I like I kind of like the Raptor. <laughs> like the Raptor. I I I think it's funny. I like it. So I think this is a this brings up a, a a phenomenon that I've I've thought about talking about on the show in the past. I don't think we ever have. Okay. I think that getting a vanity plate and we can well, I don't think we can sh- we don't need to show the thing anymore. Oh sure. Uh, the I don't I think getting a vanity plate that just says the name of your car. Uh huh. On your car. <laughs> Is the is like the equivalent of wearing the band T-shirt for the Dude. band you're going to see yeah. that night. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's like an unspoken like you you don't, don't do that. Do that. That's no. not cool. I I didn't go to Autecra and wear the shirt. I wore an Apex Twin shirt. Right, right. And that's that's you can do that. Still a little uncool, <laughs> but you can wear a. a have you have we met? <laughs> well, yeah, I know. But you can wear like a, a similar genre. Absolutely, and that the. The the way to do that really would be to do like the opposite of that, like go to an Apex Twin show and wear the Autecra shirt, right? Because you right. want to wear the more obscure right, right. band in the same genre. Right, right. That's the way to do that. Right. Or go to Apex Twin and wear a Gwar shirt. Right. <laughs> right. Just be like, I'm, I've got layers, people. I'm not just about this. I know about all sorts of stuff. I'm a complicated individual. Yeah. <laughs> Nuanced. But- Really? Like, yeah. if you have a Corvette uh-huh. and your license plate says VET, how unimaginative and uncool is that? That is, that is dumb. But the fact that it makes you hear it in the accent, Raptor, is hilarious, and I love it. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I don't know. If you could say VET in, like, and when the person said it, it sounded like a Jimmy Buffett lick. I I'll, think it'd be funny. I'll tell you how I would agree with you on this. Okay, all right. And this is the <laughs> old, I'm not willing to budge on this at all. I'm going to give you the circumstances in which will never be true, in which we would see eye to eye. Exactly. <laughs> if it said Raptor and the bed was filled to the brim <laughs> with clam chowder, I would be with you. That would be it. <laughs> or just live lobsters just swimming around in there. What if the license plate said chowder? Chowder? Yeah. Yeah. But then you're getting away from the raptor. Yeah. 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 If it had raptor and then, it, you know, and it was filled to the brim with, with clam chowder. You can't say raptor. You got to say raptor. Uh, I'm not. I don't do accents. <laughs> you're the one who attempts accents on this show <laughs> for whatever reason. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Yeah. Dave, we did a car show. We did. I have another FMK cars, but it's a whole thing. We can't even get into it. You're doing sleepy laughs. I am. I am wrapped up. <laughs> Thanks for calling, Nick. <laughs> thank you, Nick. Absolutely. And thank you, everyone who stuck with us throughout whatever this was. Yes. Yes. Uh, we went on a little bit of an emotional roller coaster. Tonight. We did. 
I like we it. did. Ian? Yes. If somebody likes our show, mm-hmm. what should they do? Ugh. Without the whole separate self-deprecating thing, what th- what should they do? Teamclearco.com. Right. It's got out the particulars and the yeah. media social and the other places and the things and the places and the guys. And then subscribe on the iTunes and the YouTubes. It's definitely the YouTubes. And uh, call the hotline. That's what it was. Call the hotline at 720-515-1391. If you see another vanity plate, Give us a wrinkle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll argue about it, whether yeah. we like it or not. And if you have a car, uh-huh. and the name of the car is your vanity plate, I want to hear from you. I want to hear your rationalization for that nonsense. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Hat on a hat, buddy. And I have an open mind about it. I'll listen. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He doesn't. He won't. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I think that wraps it up. We done did it. We done did it. We, we love, love you, everyone. We love you, everybody.